Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I am Adon. And this is Movie Review Episode 2, Mortal Kombat! Very clear. Spoilers alert, just for those who have not seen this yet, you still can catch it on HBO Max if you want to pause and watch it on your own, get your opinion, and then you can join us to watch it later and you can either disagree or agree with our opinion is up to you what's up bro how's everything going what's up uh, it's going uh, good sorry you know it's just the, the the kid in me when i do that stuff when that song came out back in the day in, in the 1990s the techno version it was the the bomb i'm sorry everyone loved it well maybe not everyone maybe not the the gothic or the oh no the it, kids aspire because i remember watching like every uh music video that they fan made music video had at least like one out of ten had the mortal kombat song um, right like every high school action like, yeah talent show all that stuff they had it, it in there one kid the song itself was awesome i mean it, even to this day i'll play it today and, and i'll play it in my in my uh my nine to five job the uh fitness class and we do cycling what have you and it just pumps everyone up they just know it they recognize it especially the people in our demographic age demographic and they just go ballistic for it they get a little it's kind of like eye of the tiger and rocky it just helps motivate people the members in the class and things of that nature you and i saw mortal kombat the new one the 2021 version the first one came out in august 18th 19 1995 that's with uh, Christopher Lambert which is kind of fast in a sense amazing that the movie came out in 1995 the original one and the game came out in October 8th 1992 that's when the first game came out so in less than three years the movie was shot edited and out in the theaters pretty much record time for that's how fast and how popular the, the game became then they had the sequels uh, developers of Mortal Kombat got bought out the stories changed in the sense of how to play because it was just Pick this player, pick that player, and just fight. Then stories started to develop, backstories yep. and things of that nature, which was cool. Several years later, day right before your birthday, April 8th, Mortal Kombat 2021 was released on HBO Max. We have here, real quick to go over, it was directed by and produced by Simon McCoy. I'm probably saying it wrong. The story was written by Oren Urzel, screenplay by Craig Russo, Dave Callahan. And it was based on the video game that was created by Ed Boom and John Tobias, which later becomes a character in itself, honoring them as Noob Saibot. Let's go over the basis of this rendition of Mortal Kombat. Cut me anytime you want, bro, on this. It kind of starts similar in the animation version, Scorpion's Revenge, we thought was one of the perfect storytellings of the Mortal Kombat legacy done on film so far. We open up with Hashi's family, where we see that one of the major origins of, of his spear head that he uses to get over here it's a regular guarding tool and we see him just being a regular farmer living the life of course interested the wife the son very pretty much similar to scorpion's revenge and then behan shows up he's not known as scorpion yet but he's known as behan the original sub-zero in the mortal kombat uh, legacy they have a great fight scene you see that power that behan mm -hmm. has was kind of cool though they kind of understand each other kind of not understand each other because you have uh, hasashi speaking japanese you have behan speaking chinese we only understand it because of the subtitles he being behan kills hasashi but not really he stabs him in the chest on the shoulder kind of thing and then later i guess he bleeds out i mean the way he was positioned 
and how Bihan was positioned, you would think that Bihan would just easily slice his throat to kill him. Could have been neck, throat, heart. Head, eyes, whatever. You know, he had, he had uh, Hasashi's spearhead in his hand to use it. He didn't. Are, are we doing a synopsis? I just, sorry, I cut you off there, but... Are we synopsizing the movie or just the- not just the beginning part? We can go through stuff, but that's how it that's how it starts. This, we see that happening. We see Asashi crawling back to his home. He knows his wife, child. He finds them frozen that are dead. Before getting there, he evaporates or turns to ashes, if you will. And when then from there, we also see the the flame that we later become known as the scorpion flame in a way that envelops him. Lord Raiden then appears. He hears a baby crying because a baby was taken to the side by the, the wife. Lord Raiden shows up. He goes to the baby and knows that it's the heir of the Hasashi clan. And then he just walks away. And then the credits happen. We meet Cole Young, which we later find out is the long, 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 long descendant of the Hasashi clan. And that's where, to me, it kind of fell apart. Yes. If you can agree or not, Adan. Well, it, I, I can agree it fell apart because of how they executed it. There's right. there's a lot of, and, and that's also goes to how they executed the whole story of how Mortal Kombat goes in. Because they ca- could have actually saved Cole Young's part with uh, some changes uh, when I think about it. Let's talk about the highlights. Granted, I only saw it once. I haven't seen it again. I meant to see it again, but I did not. There was some reminiscence of the original Mortal Kombat. You have the three. You have Sonya Blade, Cole, Jax. Well, not Jax yet, but Cole mm-hmm. and Kano. Those three. In the original Mortal Kombat, you have Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and Sonya Blade. So Sonya Blade is still a reminiscent of from the original film. That's part of three that have to go to this land to find it. What I like about this film is actually a prequel to the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. Granted, I did not like that it was named Mortal Kombat. I would kind of liked maybe a different name uh, for this film in the sense of a prelude to the Mortal Kombat to make it like that. Maybe like one of the titles they used so many times for the uh, separate games mm-hmm. or maybe one of the shows or spinoffs they had. I like that we find out how is it possible that Shang Tsung and his group were able to win nine tournaments in a row. And then it's just the last one because if they win 10, the earth will be taken over. And we find out that they cheated and they went to these fighters prior to the tournament, interfered, killed them, before they could compete or be involved in a tournament, no one to show up. It's a forfeit. Or they get disqualified for not showing up. There are plenty of plot holes, especially if you go into it in a sense of how they explain certain things one way, but then they don't in another way. Which we'll get to. I liked some of the fight scenes. I like that they crack jokes on his game and on itself as a more, uh, as a franchise, um, especially with that spinning back kick against Kano. He got hit three times with the same kick in reference to how a lot of people just did the same move in a video game, just doing a low spinning back kick, low spinning back kick, because instead of punching, they'll kick and trip people, and that's how they get stuff. I've done it to you. You've done it to me while we played each other. So stuff like that, I kind of like. I, I also like the, how they honored the fatalities and the brutalities. Mm-hmm. Flawless victory. I love that it was more gory than the original. And as as gory as the games are. So when the deaths happened, I was happy about that. I was like, okay, they did it. Especially how Melina's taken out. Is it Melina? 
No, uh, it was like Natara. Natara, that's how the, yes, the winged, the winged bat, sir. Yes, she is a character. So her, how she's taken out. Awesome. Kano, dude, a scene stealer. He rocked it every time. That, and I kind of like how they brought in the character New Sabat without bringing him in yet. If you remember when every time they showed up, uh, Shang Tsung and his minions showed up, there was like a black misty cloud, kind of like a noob Sabat does in the, in the games. Yes. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, ooh. And also when... Behind does become Sub-Zero. He's not actually in his blue. He's actually more reminiscent of his Noob Saibot character in black. Even though he's wearing the gear, which was pretty damn cool because it was more like a, it was reminiscent of a kendo armor. And I like yeah. that. Just so many Easter eggs. You have the Easter eggs of Katana. You have Shinnok's medallion. You have some other things I just can't remember off the top of my head, but you see them. They do honor the characters in one way or another. Lizard was done very well. I thought he was. that was a great rendition of how they presented Lizard in, in this scene. But how the fight scene was done and how how he was taken out did think it was kind of cheap and kind of eh what about you what did you think about like the beginning fight scene great amazing and the end ending fight scene. scene fight scenes is where you could tell that they put the most time and effort in anytime that Sub-Zero and Scorpion faced off each other it was amazing most of the characters there were characters I have flaws with but most of the characters like their design and or their portrayal was actually really good I like Cabal Cabal in there, I was like, I thought that was a cool neat pull. And I also liked besides, <clears throat> you know, Reptile, which you agreed with. Kano was good. We all agree on that one. Melina, she's different from the game, but at the mm -hmm. same time she's actually a really cool design and, and render of the character. What do you mean she's different from the game in the sense of her ethnicity? And that she's always wearing a mask. Like here, she's not. They let that show that she has like scars and everything when she finally opens up her jaw. But that leads into some, it's cool, but at the same time, it's a double-edged sword because that leads into what I was kind of thinking. My ratio of what was cool and mm -hmm. that I like was a lot mm -hmm. lower. <laughs> than my brothers and, and it's not to be critical about the movie it's just that i saw these differences and i'm like mm, i can i'll let them pass just because you, you don't agree with the choices you can let those pass and that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad the idea that it's the prequel to the uh sort of tournament yes they're trying to do exposition where they're trying to explain things and get groundworks out. I like those ideas. I like how they're uh, trying to portray this. They're going in and they're doing Easter eggs and explaining everything. That I agree with, uh, with all of those things. Now, because I agree so much, there's not much more I can add. Let's go into the negative. One thing is the plot holes. That's a big thing. Because just like you said, they give explanations. They give rationalizations for various things. But then they turn and do the exact opposite. Like how they cheat in order to win the previous tournaments. The rules say you cannot interfere with the other realm. And Raiden says, I cannot interfere with the acts of this realm. That makes sense. Okay, that's how come they were able to cheat. But we get to the one part at the end. Raiden interferes and he goes, I thought you couldn't interfere. Well, the tournament hasn't begun yet. Son of a... He could have stopped everything from the get. The tournament has not started. Exactly. Where Shang Tsung is in violation every single time, especially with the first tournament by cheating. That's one. You go next. They're Arcana. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you serious? Here, we have Kano. Now, we know Kano from the video games, from the movies, from all that stuff, that he's like enhanced already by like some kind of cyborg. He shoots lasers out of his eyes. He has a, a, a plate there that helps him 
accomplish that. He has a, a chest plate that helps him accomplish that. Here, he gets mad at Kung Lao just through an argument, not through training, not through any strenuous exercise. He just gets mad through argument and he's able to throw a, a laser beam out of his one eye, you would think it'd be out of two since he's not cybernetic anywhere. It'd be like a hate vision like Superman. Cole doesn't get it until his family's threatened. Okay, sure. You're getting your ass beat. You're being told that you're important. You know, you have a role to play. Yeah, again, when he sees it, it, it was very cliche. Yeah. You've seen it a lot of times in, in other movies where... Well, that's you know, that could be forgivable. Cliche is expected. Yeah. Sonia Blade, she gets her arcana. As soon as she gets the mark, yeah. she's, she's already turned. She's back into uh, the realm to fight and she has her powers i was like how does she she didn't even go through any training she just has it in all actuality the arcana was not needed it would just been nice if you just you just had it you know what i'm saying or kept true to some of the characters to kano that he was already half cyborg keep it like that that would have been awesome to keep so that's one gripe i have was the arcana thing you go ahead what was your next one let's stay on the arcana like how they acquire it as you mentioned in the games no one really had arcana it's like abilities to either got through training or their innate abilities because of lineage and so forth like that here in the, in the movie the way they rationalize it or try to bring it earth bound is a power set that is granted by the elder gods and it has to be earned or passed down apparently passed down through lineage mm -hmm. which is the only one that gets passed down through lineage is scorpion's bloodline no idea why because it's prophesized uh where everybody else is like you kill him and then it, it moves on so you so you talk about the mark that will lead to the arcana exactly the mark okay. is what gives the arcana nothing else it's not just that it's also they are chosen to fight in the tournament so yeah. they're marked no well th but that's the thing they're supposed to be chosen all the other chosen ones besides cole were like people who killed chosen ones so the mark is just passed down by people who have been killed so that's how jack's got it that's how sonia got it no well well yeah that's how sonia got it yeah, from kano Exactly. Can I got it before someone else? <laughs> no one besides Cole was ever explained. Like, I was born with it, and I've been trained since birth because of that. Let's go back to that in the sense of Cole having it. I don't know what birthmark that looks like a perfect dragon or symbol like he does, you know, because that's what his daughter said. It looks like a brand more than a birthmark. Right. From the opening scene, we have Bihan and Hasashi fighting, right? Hasashi obviously has the mark because he's part of the next in the tournament. So you would think from that rationale they had, you're, you're chosen because you have the mark. And, the, and if you kill someone who has the mark prior to the tournament, the mark falls onto you, right? I, I'm dare to say, because they didn't say this, but the only rationale I gave it was that Bihan already had a mark because Bihan already had power. Shouldn't he be collecting more? Because if he's killing others prior to the tournament, that's how they cheated. But you would think that Bihan will have like tatted up with dragons all over him. He's the one that's killing the ones that already marked, but that, that's not the case. I don't remember in the movie that they made that cleared up that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't work that way if, there are, if there's yeah. an heir. They never clarified if you get more marks or if you die and by someone who has the mark and you have an heir, does it go down the bloodline? So there's room for like more explanation because that is yeah. never answered. Jax. Yes. When after he loses his arms, he gets arms replaced by they look the like the, the, the repair droid like from Star Wars, the medic droid from Star Wars, the skinny hands. Oh, I was going to say the reject arms from the factory line for the T-800. They were just like shambly skeleton arms. Also, that brings up to the question like, where are they getting these Shaolin monks? Because these guys are like IT wizards. They're, They're making like uh, cybernetic arms out of a cave, which looks like it has none of the equipment necessary 
to have a functional no. cybernetic arm. But the thing is, when he goes into a, a moment of stress, that his skinny arms, they get big, like a transformer. Exactly. Cole, he gets a body wrap. Yes, because of the weave bracelet. And someone, I remember talking to someone and says, Cole's powers legitimately plot armor. The plot armor comes from cloth braid that his daughter made for him. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was cool because it was made in, in reminiscent to uh, Scorpion's colors, but as like out of cloth, it became pot armor. Yeah. You know, it was kind of cool with premise in the sense it absorbs power, but then from that, he gets bladed tonfas, really. So it could just manifest material, external material that you can take off. For Jax, it made obviously more metal because everyone else had like they shot something they were able to manifest a dragon things of that nature it was able to immense energy not with jacks and not with coal seriously i'm sorry i'm going back i'm jumping again but here's where bihan screws up he no. never actually kills anyone no i agree 100 percent this bihan is the worst assassin ever <laughs> and, 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 the, and the thing is like they pay him to be a badass he is the worst assassin ever he doesn't sneak up on anybody he does not kill his people when he's supposed to clearly kill him, and supposedly he does. He's like the most flamboyant assassin in the sense that like, he's like, I am coming. And he's like, he's making snow flurries everywhere. Okay, that's kind of cool. But then he's like, I'm gonna rain down the snow and the ice. And as, as I'm walking down slowly down the street, and he's like, you don't want to tell me that we had that conversation. Hasashi doesn't really kill. He stabs him in the chest, not in the heart where he could easily have done. He was standing right behind Hasashi to, to make up a fatal strike. He takes care of Jax. He just freezes uh, Jax's arms. And that's how he becomes armless. He leaves a lot of people to, for dead. But he doesn't secure their death. Yeah, dead. Right? The only ones he successfully did were Scorpion's wife and child at the beginning of the movie. Even at that, he couldn't do the job for Cole's wife and child at the end of the movie. They'll live. I'm like, how do you mess up this? You've already successfully done it once. Well, maybe because of the time frame. Remember when Hasashi and Ibihan fought, they weren't there, right? Am I because we don't, I don't think we see it happen because no, we, no, we see it, at the uh, end when he crawls, right? No, he, we see it because he comes back to his village and that's when he sees them and then gets attacked. Oh, is that when he gets attacked? Okay, you're right. Um, and they were covered in more ice than the, uh, in the village. Correct. They're elevated, right. Because I mean, I, I would have loved for one part where like one of the characters would be like, just turn back to uh, Bihan and be like, man, um, have you killed anybody before? <laughs> like, or just like throw a joke. Like Kano could have been uh, like that oh guy. Oh my God, then. Kano, yes. <laughs> I'll be straight up. I only watched this once. I will watch it again just for Kano. Yeah. He was so enjoyable. He, Of course, he was the comic relief of the film. The way he was portrayed, I can see how, you know, like he got some influence from the original Kano performance, original Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. brought his own, his bantering, his little underneath breaths, like he'll talk crap about some characters and it was done very well. This is me nitpicking about this character, Sonya Blade. I'm not a fan of what they did with Sonya Blade's character. One, there's uh, Jackson Hurst supposed to be military yet they're the only military group that like somehow got involved with this which they don't really explain how they're she's not connected to the military anymore from the way they look at it so they mm-hmm. like, like kind of rogue exactly her fighting style she uses blades i'm like bro that's a little bit on the money like in the game she hand to hand kicks she shoots Never does she take out a blade. And also, mm-hmm. to me, it made no sense how she killed Reptile. Mm-hmm. She's running, you know. It wasn't ha- her that killed Reptile. It was Kano that killed the Reptile. Well, then she she stabbed them, right? 
She did. Uh, yeah, she did stab him. All right. The way it was done, like she's running, they have her, Cole throws a knife. She catches a knife and the way she catches a knife and the way her body's positioning and the way she's turning head first, mm-hmm. how the hell do you do this with the blade coming out towards, towards the pinky end? You would think that she would catch it in a sense of where thumb to the blade, she spins like a turning torpedo coming in face forward but somehow and the way it came in in her body position it would not have made sense that's okay that's editing because she was this and then somehow she was here head up yep feet down if we're gonna nitpick how luke kane greeted kano sonia blade and cole he does his freaky hip out like break the hip and does this like a fu kind of thing i am luke kang welcome to here we've been expecting you he does this i'm like i've never seen that before in any asian culture that they do this maybe a warrior thing maybe he's doing that but using the chinese culture is one hand open one hand closed like that and they do a slight bow if wanted see here i thought you were going to talk about how luke king says like and it was my job to find the champions uh for the mortal combat and i've brought you all together and oh like, he didn't do, he didn't do crap he just yeah, <laughs> no, it's like you maybe he got lucky he got lucky finding jacks but like he didn't he didn't find anybody else he's like you did my job for me thank you yeah it's like he's like oh, oh i'm about to go out for a walk and, and find some people and he, and he opens the door oh hi guys you're here oh great he didn't do a good job Dane raiden just like like i'll let this be explained by the others and then walks off the biggest nitpick i have this is mortal kombat or a prequel to the mortal kombat itself it's a franchise right it's the it's a re-entry yeah it's a martial arts film it deals with martial artists not that many martial arts in it well i know what you mean the sh- scenes where they did have the fight scenes were ex- excessively short and simple yes you know i like to look up behind the scenes stuff and things of that nature our actors may have trained in martial arts i don't think they learned it in a sense of like you and i like i have over 30 years of martial experience you have about 10 to 20 you've done tournaments i've done tournaments you know you don't have to compete to be good in martial arts too but the thing is when if you're at a legit school you look legit as well you should anyway mm-hmm. a lot of these moves it didn't look well done i mean again i only seen this once so maybe i've seen it again it'll be different cole has some better fight scenes he did but at the same token didn't i was like but that was the portrayal of his character how how right his character was written to be which but, I, I have a thing to say about that, but right. But but here, how's this? I saw behind the scene in the sense of him and Goto again, another wasted character that could have been like done well. They could have saved him. They shot that wad of putting him up there too soon and also killing him too soon. True. They're saying in that scene with him and Cole that they use Wing Chun. No, I studied Wing Chun. No, there's no Wing Chun movements in here. I saw some grappling. I saw some kickboxing i saw some japanese uh usage with the tonfa but mm-hmm. i didn't see no wing chung movements and counters and low kicks or shin kick the bill g you know i didn't see any of that and the lapsau none of that you know you would think yes you would like you have goro he has four arms trying to hit you you would think you would be deflecting and encountering but none of that is happening all he's doing is going ow, oof, ow. He's getting his ass kicked prior to his arcana. Also, in reference to the the low spinning back kick, mm-hmm. he had the uppercut, the the final blow for brutality. That was Cole's thing. Oh. And guess who had to remind him? 
his daughter. Dude, you don't remember what you have? It's like Cole's character is a person who's been like the top dog in MMA at one time in cage fighting. Yes. And he's, then he's like over the hill. That's where we find him. But it's like he forgot everything. Now, granted, after they reach their prime, yeah, they go down. But you know certain things that you do well and you, and you do it. And his daughter always has to remind him. About that brings up something that I thought would have been great for this movie. All right. Cole's character, we all agree, was a character that was not necessary. He could have done the movie technically completely do the movie without Cole's character. They did it in Scorpion's Revenge and they made that work. You had Scorpion get killed. You had a way for him to come back. It was depicted that was tied through. Here, I was thinking about this. I'm like, how do how do we keep Cole's character and make it make sense? The Arcana, but differently. So Cole's character was over the hill. He's not really fighting to his full potential as he used to. It's like he was a top dog. At least that's what I alluded to back in the day. I would say the way they would have done it better is still make him the lineage to Scorpion's past, but he didn't have the mark. He wasn't born with the mark. He, the reason why he doesn't fight like he used to is because he's dealing with guilt for killing a previous fighter in a match. And that's how he got the mark. So he actually subconsciously handicaps himself in his fight. I'm giving myself chills just saying this. Exactly. Yes. And he's like, I got this mark. I have no idea why I got this mark, but it happened after this. I fight, but like, I just don't have it in me. I, the only reason I do it is so I can make easy money for my family. Pause real quick. To go back to where since the lineage continues of Hasashi, you would think Behind and Shang Tsung would know about this. And, and, and like yeah. now he gets visions about Scorpion after so many years, a triggering act that would make more sense. That would be a way to bring in a new character, also bring back Scorpion and then tie it together. I think that would have been better. You're right. And, and it seems like he got the flashes as soon as he had, he got the bracelet from his daughter. Yeah. Which is weird because it was like, why? Because it's black and gold. Since he had the, the mark and he has been a fighter for so many years, you don't think there'd been any moment of stress that he would release the Arcana sooner? I I mean, I know you're saying that, like, you know, he, he holds himself back because he of the guilt that he killed someone in the ring. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he just, that wasn't the case in, in the actual story. I'm just saying no, how no, they could have saved his character. Right. How could have made it better, right? This story could have been done without the cult influence. Again, it's, it's kind of like a cliche. They use this character to relate mm -hmm. to the other characters. I mean, in a major Mortal Kombat, as bad or as good as it is, depending on how you like it, I like it and I also think it's horrendous i mean not as bad as mortal kombat 2 but after watching it again and prior to seeing this film i was like oh this is pretty bad and it was pretty also cliche in his own right but yeah. it made sense they stayed with the essential characters they didn't create someone else to help tell the story they just had the character they had and they made it work i mean granted they did one character the, the black guy that goro kills in the original mortal kombat i think he's an, a side character that was brought in for a bit he's not the main character. But they brought in a lot of characters just to kill off in the original Mortal Kombat uh, that were not game characters. They right. were just cannon fodder. Right. But, uh, you know, which is fine because you don't have to have all the characters. There's no need to create a new character. I wanted to like this. I will watch it again because there are going to be spinoffs. There are going to be sequels. Okay, we've seen The Raid. We've seen other films. This had like a $55 million budget. True. And I guess all the budget went to special effects because they didn't go into the choreography. We've seen The Raid. The Raid's budget was 
John Wick, when it first came out, the budget was fan-made films. Fan-made films of Mortal Kombat. How Mortal come Kombat it? Rebirth, and then originally Mortal Kombat Legacy was a fan-made series. That was a high production. In consideration, it was a high production for a YouTube series. Okay. So like, and I, and I don't know the full budget, but I guarantee you it wasn't 50 mil. But you also had like legit martial artists. Michael mm -hmm. Jai White playing Jax. He is legit as legit can be. And you mm -hmm. have a guy, I can't remember his name. He, he passed away due to cancer, but he was, he played Kano. He was legit too. Yeah, he he was in one of the Ip Man films, he, and yeah, he was in the third Ip Man or no, yeah. the second Ip Man. He was a boxer. Kills Samo Hung, which is kind of like Rocky Four. But that's the problem. What I think is that the director and the writers they didn't hire an action director or use the action director to his or her talent. I should have checked if there was an action director. That's where like John Wick, The Expendables, they have an action director and they put their trust in that action director to get it right. The majority of the group claims to be martial artists or have legit martial arts training. Doing a choreography for this film should not have been sold watered down. If you're gonna use this as a vehicle to start multiple expanded projects, you should have hitting home runs after every toss given to you. They played it safe in one aspect in the fight scenes where they went overboard and true to the violence, the blood, the gore. I'd rather have less gore in, in the sense of like saving money and put more into the training execution of the fight scenes. I kind of, no, I agree with that because you can have scenes that are visually just as brutal if not more so without being as bloody you brought this up the raid plenty of fights like the hallway fight scene with when he has a knife in his hand you don't see blood splatter you don't see a lot of guts and gore or anything none of that actually mm -mm. now you see maybe a little bit of blood here and there when you see stabbing motions the hits you feel your nerves and you're like visually like i remember it when he stabbed a guy in his leg and he dragged the knife down in the leg i cringe because i'm like oh my god that's messed up it was a brutal scene without no blood guts or anything because it was so fast so brutal so hard you could have scenes like that and that keeps your budget down have like your killing blow boom that's your gore you and i can relate because we've done the martial arts training and a lot of people can relate because they've done martial arts training or they competed in boxing what have you wrestling it was great about the raid a lot of movements were believable and even though mortal kombat is fantasy it should be grounded in realism yeah you have the the, the laser bolts and all that stuff that's fine the fights should be believable i should see a person move and say yes you know yeah. oh that character is legit finally see scorpion looking yeah. badass as ever we know he's been in hell or purgatory. When did he learn English? I'm assuming there's a lot of English speakers in hell. But I think he was isolated too. It, so, they don't show like how how he became like Scorpion in hell or why he went to like I'm sure he went to hell because he was not a good guy in in life. When he died, he was enveloped by flames. So you don't get nothing about his character like why he got enveloped by flames when he died, wh why he went to hell. They actually don't talk about his past history of being an assassin character. But we do know in Scorpion's Revenge, it was actually what's his name? Punchy. So he's the reason why that uh, Scorpion yeah. to purgatory. He's the reason why his Scorpion family was back. killed. So I wonder if in the sequels that would that character come about and that be explained. But what I'm saying is when Scorpion manifests and he grabs Sub-Zero, I thought it would have been nice, say it in Japanese, but we read it. Yeah. Get over here. Just to stay true because he never speaks English again. And even Cole's like, I don't know what you're saying. Or like uh, when he does the get over here, he continues in English. Because it's better to understand, like, somehow you learned uh, English, that's fine. Versus I'm going to use one line in English and then everything in Japanese, like, 
Did you just learn this line and thought it was really cool? Of course, it was fan service. If you're going to compare it to the first movie, it, it became comical because that Scorpion said, get over here, get down here. It stayed true. And it was funny and it was it was cool. But the original one actually had fight scenes. Like when those fights were happening, they were there enjoying right. those fight I mean, scenes. The Scorpion right. fight scene was one of the better ones. Reptile. Reptile. Those are the two. And then Liu Kang with... Uh, the first guy he kills or takes down Zero? the black guy who was a throwaway character. He's a throwaway like, character, but he's legit. And I would dare say even Goro with Johnny Cage, that was uh, like it was a simple fight, but it was a fun fight. Let's be honest. He does a nut punch. Did you see it recently? The nut thing, which was fan service as an Easter egg. But then he's on a cliff. He's hiding and says, "Hey, there's a sloppy crescent kick," and he falls. I'm like, really? That's what takes it? Kill the yeah, character? Right. He he thought ahead. Yeah, but come on, dude. come on, come on. Especially when we just saw him, like, Goro, that is, dismantled the fighter after fighter after fighters. I mean, it what was do you better think? than what they did to Goro here. He had Goro a, better, had a fight better fight scene, but they announced him as the champion also. Uh, like I said earlier, they shot their wad on him. Mm -hmm. They could have introduced him. They could have said his name. They could have done something like an Easter egg or cameo, but not use him. They used him way too soon. Also with, like, Melina, she was taken out, like... Almost like that. Yep. Another wasted character. She would have been cool to, to, to have her live on into a sequel. And and that, that leads into Shang Tsung. It's like, you think you have won, but death is not the end. And I'm like, what are you, Hemotep from The Mummy? But no, that says a lot of things because... Like that goes into bringing in new Saibot. Kano. Kano potentially. Yes, because remember, he got stabbed in the eye. Same they, eye. So he may come back as a cyborg. May come, uh, back. come back as a cyborg, still having his arcana. No, um, because his arcana went to Sonya Blade. Yeah, but it's cyberically enhanced. And that was another thing. I was like, couldn't they have been like, okay, uh, you can't participate in the tournament because you have no arcana, you have no power. And, and then she just pulls out a gun and be like, pop, 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 who has the power now? So now we're going to say, Kano can participate because he just, I'm a cyborg. I don't need to have Arcana. No, no, they can use it. Because remember when she, when she showed up first and then and met up with Liu Kang, she didn't have the mark. She was there mm -hmm. as a guest. So he could be there. He can have a side story probably because he'll go after her because now they have beef, legit beef, because she killed him. Or go after a different champion. Either or, but he can go after her now because she has the mark, but she's the reason why he died the first time. Now he's a cyborg. I would love to have Kino back, especially with this actor. For being an action film and him not doing any action, he was the best one. He was he was awesome to watch. He knocked this out of the park. The thing with Mortal Kombat, the original one and this one, I can't remember the lines so much in this film than I can remember from a movie I saw uh, 20, 30 years ago. Definitely not as memorable. No. I uh, Before I saw this one, the, the original Mortal Kombat, I can remember the lines being said. Mm -hmm. It stuck with me longer than I thought. That's, that means something. That says something something here i can't really barely you know, remember anything the, no like no no one-liners nothing to really stand out i just know that other than what kano says like uh kano wins <laughs> she's a beaut yeah you know, the, the, all the reptile scenes yeah the thing is is like i remember the brutalities i remember the, like the flawless victories i remember like the your soul is mine but that's again because i know it from the film and from the video games so I, that's why I have that connection. I can't remember anything that was done new in the sense of dialogue or one-liners. I mean, we've pretty much ragged on this movie, I think, as much as we're going <laughs> to <laughs> as as do. Hey, let's go into the ratings. From top to worst, we have 
ready for purchase. So if this movie came out on Blu-ray DVD, you'll pay full price. Then there's clearance that you'll still buy it, but it's on a clearance rack. So on the clearance rack, you have like $4.99, $3.99, $1.99. Maybe you have a bundle, like you, you see it with your, your other ones. You're like, I'm right. okay with or at a dollar store that we have is a multi-fun is when say you're flipping the channels and it happens to be on regardless of where is that in the film you'll stop and you'll watch the rest of the film or that you want to see it again and again and again regardless if you have it on blu-ray or is on tv showing the other one was one and done you know you saw it you're good you don't need to see it again and then there is a waste of time that you regret press play that you regret every they single moment that of it. much time that being said that's our breakdown of, of ratings instead of giving a number or stars whatever how do you rate this one i can confidently say one and done like i can watch it i see moments of enjoyment i see moments that i'm frustrated with and hate but i'm not i'm not gonna be like this is utter garbage it there's potential for it to be better and i I can see that good for my rating i'm between one and done and multiple fun in between brother you got to pick one one or the other you're gonna see it again because you want to know about like the other stuff for potential sequels consider it for your personal life Will you be watching it multiple times for your personal life? Okay, and that's the case, then this is one and done. I cannot see myself looking forward to watching it again, like I do with my John Wicks, my Star Wars, my Predators, my Aliens, my Shaw Brothers films. I will watch the original Mortal Kombat more than I'll watch this. How's that? That's fair. Now, granted, I will probably watch this one more than Mortal Kombat 2, Annihilation. Well, that's my rating. It had great potential it fell short i just hope that they get a better budget and they put it instead of special effects they should put it in practical effects as well as the choreography Woo warriors had better fight scenes than this it did and lower graphics it, but still the fight scenes were legit yes exactly so you, you would think that you know for being a martial arts film, you should have better martial arts action in it. Well, that's our take. Thank you for listening and watching. You can make sure you check on Adan's on YouTube's channel, Nerd Tots, where he does cooking events. He does watch parties, which I join him once in a while. Uh, what else do you do on there? Uh, we do D&D and game streaming. So make sure you check them out. Until next time, it will be the next time. I love you, bro. Take love care. You too. See you soon.